0: Hello, everybody. It's episode 79 of That's a Shame. I'm your host, Nick. Alex, coming to you live from the city of New York. Where? <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but fuck, dude. Another person sh- shot on the train. What a city. Welcome to New York, the greatest city on Earth, where you could be separated from your consciousness on the way to brunch because you're at a point in your life where you still need to take the subway. I mean, is there a worse place to fucking get gunned down for no reason than the New York City subway system? God. Nothing like getting killed on a mode of transportation that uses technology from fucking 1900s. I mean, imagine just being shot in the chest on the way to a brunch you probably didn't even really want to go to and that you were probably running late to as well because... You were on the New York City train. I mean, I've said it once and I'll say it again. New York City is the greatest city on earth if you're not here often. Because if you're here often, you're probably going to be separated from your consciousness on a train ride to a brunch you don't really want to go to. What is going on here, man? Luckily, luckily I'm a point in my life where I don't need to rely on the subway Anymore, that might change. That might change because um, the greatest city on earth likes to hike up the prices of rent about 75% in the year of 2022. May have to leave the convenient West Village that I'm in that's been making my life a fucking lovely thing to live. Maybe heading out of here, though. I'm the only person left in my building. Me and my lady. The other people have left, and I'm assuming it's because rent went from, uh you know... Barely reasonable amount to an amount that is fucking egregious to an amount that I mean, look, the the apartment that I live in looks like an apartment that people who do what me and my lady do should be able to afford. And one, we can barely afford it. Two, it's about to not even be close to that. That's what this city is. The greatest city on Earth to people who don't live here, who aren't here often, because, listen, I mean, look, I would imagine, am I the most well-traveled person of all time? No, but I would imagine the, in the year of 2022, there are cities that exist where you don't pay exorbitant amounts of money to live in a shoebox accompanied by rodents and roaches. I would imagine that in 2022, there's a city that you can reside in where when you get on the public transit, you're not taking your life in your hands. I would imagine in 2022, there exists a city. Where? (laughs) I mean, you don't have to listen to acapella groups beneath your window sing while you try to make sweet, tender love to your lady. I mean, the city's cool if you're here once in a while, you know? We got homeless people on every corner and we also have apartments in Soho that are being used to house dirt because it's an art installation, you know? It's a little tough. That's tough to swallow. As you just watch... Every block have a have a person have a designated napping era area under a specific overhang. <sighs> Jittery New Yorkers call on mayor to act on subway safety after fatal shooting. He'll probably manipulate manipulate the whole situation in a way. Uh, to where he feels like he's doing a good job like he did that last time. Remember when the last guy fucking shot, try, you know, took a bunch of shots on a train and missed everybody because he's a fucking loser and then turned himself in and the mayor was like, with the help of the city and the help of law enforcement, enforcement and myself, we got him. We tracked him down. Bravo to us and you. Um. Yeah, the guy kind of just called you and said that he was sitting outside a sandwich shop in Brooklyn. Actually, no. No, what was it? Yeah, the guy called himself in. The guy called himself in and you didn't do shit. Law enforcement didn't do shit. You didn't do shit as the mayor. A fucking I think a random Sp- a random Spanish dude also spotted him and called called the law enforcement in as well. So he didn't really do anything. Mayor of New York City Eric Adams rides subway train to prove to citizens that it is a safe thing to do. New York City Mayor Eric Adams rides the subway probably surrounded by security. He rides the subway with a bunch of eyes watching him carefully to prove to us that when we go to work at eight in the morning with nobody giving a fuck about our well-being, that we will be okay. Thanks, Eric Adams. The city thanks you for doing not a thing that'll make a difference in the world. It's all optics. Everything in the world now is performative. None of it really makes a fucking dent in the things that need to be dented. Let me ride the subway to show people that I'm down to ride the subway and they should also be down to ride the subway. Uh, I got news for you. If you think you are safe riding the subway, you're not. I would... Uh, look, man, I'm fortunate enough to be able to live in an area where I can walk to most of you know the places I, I go to work in. Sometimes I don't have the uh, ability to walk to those places and I take an Uber. And I take an Uber because sometimes... Losing money on a gig is better than losing your life. The train system is a wreck here. It's so, dude, there was a line a mile long outside of an entrance of a subway, a subway entrance the other day because there was a cop down there making sure that every single person was swiping their card. And what the line was, it was a line made up of people. Who needed to go to the kiosk to buy a metro card, which tells me that that line of maybe 600 people is how many people are to hop in the turnstiles, which I applaud baby. I was a fucking TSH myself back in the day, a good turnstile hopper, except I, I figured out a system in which I didn't have to hop. and look, I'm applauding the hoppers because fuck, fuck this city dude. If you're not going to upgrade the goddamn subway system, I'm not fucking paying for it. That subway is a piece of fucking shit. Running on like, dude, people are still down there flipping switches manually. And that's why it's always fucked up and trains are stuck places and it doesn't run smoothly. Meanwhile, I think it's in China. They, they don't fucking miss a minute. They arrive every 10 minutes on the minute. And they got glass walls separating the fucking platform from the track so people don't get shoved down onto the tracks by homeless people and run over by trains, which is another thing that's happening. But yeah, man, hop that turnstile. Don't fucking, until they use your money for good, don't give it to them. And this is, I'll give you my system. And granted, you can't really be be a big beefy bitch and get away with this. You gotta be kind of, you gotta have thin legs. And you can kind of do it even with like, you don't have to have the thinnest legs of all time, but you gotta have, you know. So what you do is the way the turnstile works is it, it gives a little bit of leeway. You can pull it back reverse, okay when you walk go to walk forward through it it locks obviously until you swipe then it unlocks and it lets you go but you can pull it back and it pulls back in a way which the top bar retreats to the left and there because a gap appears between the fucking wall of the turnstile and the turnstile itself and you can slide your kneecap area between that one at a time and then you're behind that first bar And then you walk forward and you're fucking in, baby. And you can do that. And it's much more subtle, much more nonchalant than a full fucking hop. Hops are good, too, if you know that the coast is clear. But sometimes there's somebody waiting in the wings. You don't know. So that was my method. And that should be your method, too. Don't give them any money. They suck. This city sucks. And what are you supposed to do? If you can't afford the fucking subway, you can't get a car in this city because in order to have a car in the city, you got to be down with paying $700 a month in tickets because there are no spots. There are no spots in the greatest city of the world. What There were no spots pre-pandemic. And then during the pandemic, what they did was let restaurants expand their establishment onto the streets of New York City. And have they quelled that since the pandemic has effectively ended? You can now eat indoors. No, there's still restaurants who are. Building to literally today, I was watching them construct another fucking shed for people to eat in outside. This serves no purpose in terms of, you know, simmering the fears of people who are still worried about COVID because they're just indoor things in the street. You're not eating outdoors. There's no proper ventilation. They're all insulated. They have fucking plexiglass for windows and wooden roofs. They're sheds outside. They're not well circulated. And they're just taking up thousands upon thousands of spots that were already limited. So it's a good city, man. They do things real logically. They do things logically and eff- uh, efficiently and effectively. And my fucking throat's itchy. I'm scratching my throat right now because this goddamn pollen's coming in. It's falling. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Throat scratchy. What a stupid thing. What a weak fucking... I mean... I want to call the humans weak, but it's not really it's not really the weakness of human that is why we're all deteriorating and falling apart and have weird insensi- you know, sensitivities and intolerances and allergies and shit. It's because the fucking people in charge are manipulating everything for the wrong. This is why. This is why they fucking... I don't think I talked about this on here already. God damn it. What's on my elbow that's hurting? Fuck. Um, but they did... A, they, in my neighborhood, they did this thing where... Um, they got rid of all the female trees of the specific type of tree that is planted in this area because they were given off a ton of um. they give off these things these like fruits that fall and they smell like literal dog shit so they stopped planting those. But they liked the way they looked, so they kept planting the male versions of, of those trees. But now what's happening is the male versions of those trees know that there's no females any fucking where near them, so they pollinate, they create more pollen at a rate that is a thousand times more than they ever did because they got to try to fucking find the broad trees. They gotta try and the f- They, they got to fucking make enough pollen that will eventually float. And find the sluts that are 10,000 miles away because the city planners here didn't know what the fuck they were doing. And now everything's covered in green, covered in pollen. People can't breathe. People are sneezing. People are fucking having to take Zyrtec and drop fucking steroids in their eyes and nose. And that's leading to autoimmune issues. And that's leading to fucking weak kids with smaller taints and women with ovarian issues. Because they didn't fucking plant or look into the problems down the line of getting rid of the female trees. Do you see what I'm saying? Stop taking shortcuts and doing things for aesthetic reasons. There's a delicate ecosystem that exists here that needs to be maintained in order for all of us to cohabitate in a functional manner. But that's not happening. They're feeding corn to the cows. They're feeding wheat to the cows when they should be eating grass. Then they're feeding us the beef from the cows who are getting hit with... (coughs) You see? You see what's happening? now they're infiltrating my podcast and causing there to be a sneeze in a moment where there didn't need to be one if there were female trees nearby there wouldn't have had, there wouldn't have been a sneeze that you needed to endure as listeners but they're feeding the animals the wrong thing and then those animals become toxic because they're eating the wrong thing and then we're eating the things that are eating the wrong things and then that are toxic and then we become toxic and then we don't live live. We live lives with psoriasis and seborrheic dermatitis and eczema, keratosis pilaris, dandruff, brain fog. You're tired. You're weak. You got fucking one nut. Your dick is small. Your dick is too big. You got three nuts. I don't know one person who's just doing A-OK. you? Everybody's got something. Something's going on. And, you know, because they're putting fluoride in the water. And look, obviously the industrialization of things has made a lot of things more convenient. I'd be bitching if I had to fucking go out and kill a bison every time I wanted to cut a meat. That would be exhausting. I'd probably die most of the time. I mean, people, that's the thing here. My buddy asked me, he had a good question. One of those like, would you rather kind of questions where, I mean, I think the answer is simple and, and you know because I'm a smart individual and other people are fucking stupid, but he was, what was the question? The question was, I think people underestimate animals or overestimate themselves. Um, I think the question was, would you rather have to fight an orangutan once a year and you you have a sword, he doesn't have anything, but with a sword, you get to fight an orangutan once a year, or would you rather have to fight, a, kill a chicken every time you got into your car? Would you rather have to kill a chicken, there was just a chicken trying to kill you every time you got in your car and you had to kill it, or fighting orangutan with a sword. And a lot of people were like, I'm going orangutan, man. I'm fighting orangutan with a sword. I'm not, getting it. I'm not f- having to kill a chicken. Every time I get into my car, I get into my car a lot. And uh, to those people, I say, have fun fucking dying almost immediately. Unless you're a goddamn samurai and know how to work a sword like a fucking ninja. The orangutan is taking you out, dude. Orangutans are like six feet tall. And if they're not, a five-foot orangutan is taking out most humans, man. Have you seen an orangutan move? First of all, a five-foot orangutan has a -a seven-and-a-half-foot wingspan. They're going to eat whatever fucking weak-willed sword swing you thrust upon them. They're going to take it. They're going to catch it. Maybe their hand will be caught. They're not even going to feel the pain because they're fucking wild animals. And they're going to get to your head and rip your face off of your skull. Okay. I'm fighting a chicken. I'm fighting a chicken every time I get into my car. All right, and what one you you know how good you're gonna get at killing chickens by like the thirtieth time you do it, you're just gonna be able to <laughs> grab it by its neck, snap it, throw it in the trunk, and the next thing you know, you got a profitable fucking poultry business you can run. Okay, you start having an assembly line going. You take the chicken, you bring it into your wife. She fucking plucks the feathers, skins it. And sells it to Purdue or whatever. Or some, you know, more reputable company. Because Purdue's making dog shit chickens that live on top of each other and shit in each other's mouths. And that's what they're eating. And then you eat them. And then you get fucking psoriasis. I would demand, if I had to be taking one of these, I would demand, if I had to do the scenario, I demand that it be a fucking... I guess if it's a chicken that's just appearing out of nowhere, it's the most organic chicken of all time. Never been fed a pesticide or a hormone in its life It's just a, a magical chicken Just clean meat and that you could sell for a nice price okay you could sell real well you start your own chicken you', you just start your own thing you don't have to sell it to purdue. you just have your own your own fucking farm where you don't even even have to raise chickens because they come to you you don't have to spend money on feed on pasturing them on anything you just dead chicken after dead chicken. Just get in your car as many times as you need to keep selling the chickens. Next thing you know, you're a fucking chicken millionaire. You're a rotisserie chicken millionaire. There's ways to make money off of the orangutan, I guess. I mean, I don't think anybody's eaten orangutan. Maybe. And, you know. I don't know. Some other country that eats exotic meats like that. I'm trying to not say the name that's on my mind because I'm trying to be a better podcast. Um, I'm realizing I'm not, I haven't been a great person on this podcast and there's part of me that wants to delete every episode I've ever fucking recorded. And, and you know, I probably should. Maybe I'll make them all part of the Patreon. And in order to get access to them, you'll have to join. And that'll be my final ditch effort to get you fucking people over there. But I've said some questionable things and behaved in ways in which I don't really want to behave, Right ways I don't really identify with anymore. So some part of me wants to just delete it all and start from scratch. I'm a big start from scratch guy. I don't know why. But yeah, there's ways to make, make money off killing the orangutan, you know? My one buddy had the idea where he was like, he thinks he could kill the orangutan, and that's where we differ. I think he would die immediately. He'd get winded. He hasn't played sports in a while. He's 35 fucking years old. You know, he's never swung a sword in his life. I, I think he's going to die immediately. But he was like, no, you kill it one time, and what you do is is you rent out a theater. You rent out a theater and you tell people, look, I'm battling an orangutan. They come, they buy tickets, you make all the money from that. Then the next year, you'll have some fucking, you know, you get some armor, you have money for more equipment, yada, yada, yada. You keep renting out arenas and you're the fucking guy who fights orangutans once a year. But I think... I'm not, I, I, I don't think people are going to be that interested in watching an orangutan just get slaughtered. At a certain point, it's just going to be like, Pete is going to get involved. They're going to be like, what the fuck are you doing in this thing? But, uh, you know, that's if you, you have the ability to start fighting the orangutan with more shit. Which is technically against the would you rather. It's just you're supposed to have a sword and that's it. And I think most people, outside of well-trained swordsmen... Are taking an L in that battle, dude? Have you look at an orangutan move? Go after this. Go Google orangutans. They're quick, man. They're agile. They fucking can run on their hands and shit. Outside of a freshly birthed orangutan, I think a mature one's taken most people out. I don't know, man. Write in and tell me if you think I'm wrong. But yeah, man, going over to the Patreon. Patreon.com. Join that. Rate and review if you haven't. Apple, Spotify. Um, tell your friends about the podcast. Let's keep this thing growing. Because uh, we're stagnating a little bit. We got about one and a half floors built here. Let's get that second floor finished. Um, but yeah, man, got motorcycles going by. Because I'm still recording in my room. Because I don't make any money doing this. A motorcycle is the only acceptable uh, um, form of... Vehicle that can have a loud exhaust in which I won't get wildly upset at. Dude, there's nothing I hate more than fucking people. I mean, if, if if you're a person who puts an aftermarket exhaust on a car, I mean, what are you overcompensating for? I've watched Honda Civics whip by with exhaust that would fucking deafen an infant. Just because why? You got a fucking tiny cock. The only acceptable loud exhausts are ones that are on racing cars, cars that like there's a fucking functional purpose to it or, you know, a luxurious sort of Italian sports car like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini. And it's, you know, comes with it, but it's like those exhausts don't bother me because they're not egregiously and just overbearingly awful. The ones that come on like Ferraris and Aston Martins have an elegant type of sound to them. Motorcycles or whatever, some of them are too fucking loud, but it's it's whatever. It's part of the culture. It's, it's the thing. But if you just have a fucking 2000 Nissan Maxima and you took it to fucking, uh, what was that place I used to go? Sound, uh, I forget what it was called. Sound effects or something and you get, you know, you put your fucking twelve-inch subwoofers in the trunk, and you get an exhaust for no reason on your car, and it has nothing to do with the kind of car it is or functionality towards the car. You're just trying to fucking let people know that you're coming. <laughs> oh man, oh man. And if you if you're one of these people and you're listening to this podcast, and I lose you as a listener, but you take that fucking exhaust exhaust off your car, I'm happy. I'm happy with that. One less of those people in this fucking world is just, is a difference I'm trying to make. You know what another thing that's too fucking loud? Sirens. The sirens on uh, ambulances and cop cars, fire trucks. I mean, look, I get it. That's a thing. It's a fun- serving a functional purpose and people need to know you're coming and, get- and need to get the fuck out of your way so that you can hopefully save a life and do some good and maybe not kill an innocent person. Um, but still those sirens could be lowered about 40% and we'd all still know what was going on. The volume in which they are blaring now is just, I mean, there's a reason I say, say it again, fucking 23 times a day. I'm going to blame it on douchebags with exhaust. I'm going to blame it on unnecessarily loud sirens, especially when they're fucking coming through a New York city block where the noise is just all just trapped in between the buildings. And I'm going to blame it on, you know, a little bit of myself being a piece of shit because I got those subwoofers subwoof- when I, re- I was a kid for no fucking reason. And I'd blast them way too late at night. And I apologize to those people. And now I'm, sp- I'm spreading the lessons I've learned to the people who haven't had the fortune of aging yet. Any 18, 19-year-old listening to this, if you're thinking about wasting money on subwoofers, rims for your fucking, um, what is it a Chevy Cobalt? Don't do it. You're going to wish you had that money later on in life to do anything else. To just go to a nice restaurant is better than putting rims on your car, bro. Okay? Unless you really have a nice car and it's going to match the whole package, all right, I guess do it. And you're one of these kids that, I don't know, figured out how to make a a ton of money on TikTok, go for it. But to, to those of you who are just normal fucks like me, whipping in a Maxima, a Dodge Stratus, Don't black out your taillights, okay? Don't get a custom deck. That's the one thing you can do. You can put put some nice Bose speakers inside of your door and on the back, you know, rear windshield type place. That's worth it. But don't do anything that's just like, you know, for the sake of getting attention because it's just bad attention. People are going to think you're a fucking moron and a tryhard. Dude, I had a kid who would clip on... Dude, he got... He had a fucking 1993... Toyota Corolla, I mean a literal go-kart, and he bought clip-on hubcaps that were chrome from Pep Boys and put them on his go-kart Corolla and would step out of that thing like he had a fucking nine-foot dick. And you know what? Now he's remembered as the kid who did that. And you don't want to be that kid. (laughs) So don't do it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode, everybody. Um, until until these numbers really start creeping up, the episodes then we'll get longer. But right now, I'm chilling at about whatever this episode ended up being because that feels good to me. Um, going over to the Patreon.com and join for bonus episodes, extra long episodes, or whatever I fucking throw up there at the time. I feel like throwing it up there. All right, and that's another thing. Also, when when those numbers grow, um, the more content that will be thrown up there. All right, so going over there and join there, I appreciate it. Um, stay safe, take care of yourselves, everybody, and be safe when you're on the train. Wear a, uh, go outside, do yourself a favor, and if you can't afford a car, buy a bulletproof vest and, uh, do the, uh, turnstile trick that I taught you during this episode. Try not to die on your way to a fucking brunch. Unbelievable. People losing their lives over some fucking eggs benedict. Jesus. All right. Bye, everybody. That's a shame.